Chris, yesterday I received a text from you, and uh, I was, I don't know what I was watching. I was sitting in front of the TV just zoning out for a while, and it said Leonard Cohen's passed away. And immediately my heart sank because, you know, Leonard Cohen to me was my David Bowie because I got into to Leonard Cohen in my 20, no, in my high school years I started, you know, reading about Leonard Cohen and listening to his music, which really, you know, if you've got a high schooler, they, we experience enough angst. Do you want to? Top it off with a nice serving of Leonard Cohen. <laughs> hey, listen, my mom bought me my uh, the the first uh, introductory book into his life. So, uh, but it's so sad. Eighty two, he's passed away. Here's what he had to say to a new uh, an interviewer from New Yorker magazine about uh, tying up the loose ends. I, I like to tie up the strings. Uh, it's a cliche, but it, it's underestimated as a um, as an analgesic on all levels, mm -hmm. putting your house in order is one of the most, uh, if you can do it, one of the most comforting activities and, and the benefits of it are incalculable. Uh, that's Leonard Cohen talking to a uh, an interviewer from the New York Post who spent some time with him this summer, and uh, that is how we found out the, that he had come to terms with the fact that he was going to pass away, and he did on Tuesday. Another uh, person that just we just got news here that passed away, actor actor Robert Vaughn. You might know him as secret agent Napoleon Solo in The Man from Uncle. Died at the age of 83. He had been battling acute leukemia, and um, apparently, great human. Loved working all the time. He, in fact, his latest, he had been on an appearance on the Law and Order SVU, and he had a starring role in a movie that's not even released yet. It's called Gold Star. It's his last role. It's about a young woman caring for her dying father. That must have been an emotional role for him to play, a super emotional role for him mm -hmm. to play. So uh, a few uh, greats leaving us uh, today, uh, at least this week. This week. Um there is, of course, here we are, Remembrance Day. I think it's fantastic that volunteers uh, decided to uh, use their time wisely. And uh, the veterans at Sunnybrook Veterans Center woke up this morning to Canadian flags, 30,000 of them on the lawn. Uh, these veterans got together, or these uh, volunteers got together Thursday evening. And all of the flags not only represent, of course, our, our pride and our uh, gratefulness to these veterans, but they d they represented a $25 donation to the uh, Grant-A-Wish program. If you still want to do that, you can do that, and it is uh, it's a pretty great thing that people are doing for our vets. Conversely, here's a crappy thing that happened to a vet. In London, Ontario, 40-year-old uh, reservist in the Canadian Armed Forces says, feeling good last Sunday, went to the London Knights game. It's free. It was military appreciation night. Gets out, goes to his car. There's a $42.61 a parking ticket on his car. It was in an in-park lot. And previously, if you had an Ontario veteran's license plate, you could park it in-park in London, Ontario free. Why? Because the guy that set it up that was on city council had been a vet himself and realized that this is one act of kindness we can do, one way to give back to our vets. So what happens? He calls London. They say, no, you got to call BC. I don't know. We can't do anything about it. Call BC. I don't know why I'm making him sound like that. Calls BC. Because <laughs> he sounds dismissive. Finds out what's at the bottom of what's going on here. New guy shows up, well, so much for that idea, that's cost revenue loss. And, you know, in other words, you don't care about what veterans from the second Korea, Afghanistan, Cold War, which I was a member of, you don't care. Well, come on, this is Canada. This is Canada, and it's about time we start treating our veterans uh, appropriately. 
You know, it's just one little thing that you could do. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, this, this I want. I've been trying to get to all week. I, 18th century statue was destroyed by a tourist in Lisbon in a museum this week. It is a statue of um, Saint Michael, and it's it's 400 years old. I think they say here. And uh, basically, according to a witness, he was taking a picture of uh, something else, and he was backing up, hit the statue, knocked it over. They're not sure if they can fix it again. Fell to the ground, shattered beyond repair. I can't tell you um, how many people I see, I'm a member of the AGO, taking photos of artwork. You know, I I don't know what's going on right now. We always have to view everything through this little screen. You're supposed to have a connection. Enjoy with what's it. in front of you. Put That's... down the screen, put down the phone, put down the camera. Take a pic- I'm trying to think of what I've taken pictures of. and I know I've taken pictures of statues in museums and things like that. Um, I took a picture of Michelangelo's David. Uh, I snuck a picture of the Sistine Chapel. You're not allowed to do that. You, yeah, you're not allowed to no. do that. You're not allowed to talk either. You're not, not allowed to talk, but... It, if you go into that room in the Sistine Chapel and you hear what it sounds like when there's a hundred people in a room who are all trying not to talk very loudly, it's the loudest whisper well, you'll you know ever why? hear. Because you get shushed very angrily <laughs> by in several different languages when you were there. It's but weird. The um, They pick the angriest priest. They can speak the most languages and they say, you're on Sistine Chapel duty, go. Yeah, go. But the uh, I find at art galleries, you go and everyone I think is trying to recreate this moment from... Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where they're all standing, looking and pondering at the art. Mm-hmm. Every, I see all kinds of people. They go to an art gallery and they post on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram a photo of themselves looking at the art. So what their friend who they've gone to the art gallery with is taking a picture. They're probably taking turns taking pictures of each other enjoying art to say to their, all their friends, look at this. I understand this more than you do. It's yeah, but let me thing. ask you this because you, um, you said you took a picture of the David. Yeah. Do you ever look at that picture of the David that you took? I did at the time. Yeah, but when you look at it now, do you feel anything? Because, I mean, there's probably better pictures of the David than the one that you took. I beg to differ. But <laughs> No, but really, because no, you probably there, didn't get course, the right no, angle. No, there was a crowd. There's probably some looking, somebody standing there somewhere. Oh, you... no, no, no. There, of course there are better pictures, but you want a, you want a picture. It doesn't, it doesn't have me in it. It's not a selfie, but you just sort of com- commemorate that moment in some way. Why let do you do it? Do you ever look back at it? I will look back at it one let day. Me, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When you came upon the David in the Academia yeah. in Florence, did you not think, wow, I had no idea it was so massive? You know, it wasn't even how massive. It was just it has this image and this feeling and this. When you come around the corner and you're walking around and you're looking at all the other statues and all the other artwork that's around there in the Academia in Florence and you, you're thinking... Ah, like I've seen a lot of art. I've been on. I've been in Italy for a while. Well, you've now. seen the you, David a million times too. I, you know what seen, it looks you've like. You've seen pictures of it, and you come around that corner and you see it, and it's just like wow, and you're in awe of it, and you're in, um, you're humbled by its mere existence. And I know that's sort of a weird. So you thing don't to ever say. get that, but you've got that in your memory, and you're in touch with it. In but the, I bet you, memory. when you look at the photo, it's not going to hit you the same way it does when you refer back to it in your mind's eye. And they have done studies on I'm this. I'm going to have to find that photo. Oh, go ahead and find the photo. I took a photo of my husband <laughs> looking at the looking it. at the David covering up his parts <laughs> well, with his hand. That was see, funny. That's it's a gag. That's it's comedy. It's a gag. Ah. It's a gag. Some people get my comedy. Yeah, some yeah, people yeah, don't. Right, Mike? Eh? 
All right. Um, 17 minutes after 3 o'clock. Let's talk about a few other things that are going on right now in the world. Last night, um, Kimmel had Robert De Niro on the show. They were talking about how Kimmel, I don't know if you remember this, uh, how, how Robert De Niro had said online, he posted a video of himself uh, talking about how much he admired Trump. I mean, he's so blatantly stupid. He's a punk. He's a dog. He's a pig. He's a con, a bullshit artist, a mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about, doesn't do his homework, doesn't care, thinks he's gaming society, doesn't pay his taxes. He's an idiot. Colin Powell said it best. He's a national disaster. He's an embarrassment to this country. It makes me so angry that this country has gotten to this point, that this fool, this bozo, has wound up where he has. He talks how he wants to punch people in the face. Well, I'd like to punch him in the face. Cut to yesterday on Kimmel. Are you still gonna punch Donald Trump in the face? Because you can now get arrested for that, I think, no, yeah. I, I can't do that now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah. and Did I have you... to respect that position, though I, we all know what he, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people are now walking things back, they said, about Trump, Chris. And, you know, they're saying, let's see, let's, let's wait and see and what he does before, mm-hmm. you know, when he takes office, before we criticize him. In fact, De Niro said the same thing last night. But, you know, if I toss a full diaper off the roof, <laughs> I have to wait till it hits the ground to know what the outcome's going to be, right? I have a pretty good idea before I let that sucker go. So, uh, we'll just see. I'll just see what happens. I think it's wise to step back and not complain right away. I know that the protesters are out there and they're upset. I just, I to to them, I say, you're going to come from a place of more credibility when you're upset about the things that he does, not just upset at his mere existence. That is very true. And let's end the trending topics on a very sad note. Michael Bublé says he's not going to sing again till his child is well. His three-year-old son. Noah was diagnosed with liver cancer. It's just a heartbreaking story. And he is now, um, you know, focusing on his son with his, uh, the rest of his family and the treatment. And David Foster basically told the world that Michael has said that he is, um, he's just going to focus on this. And, you know, I mean, let's face it. Who wouldn't? If you could, if you had the money to stay home and focus on it, that's what you're, you're going to want to do. So I think we can wait quite a while and hopefully we hear him singing again very very soon all right let's get to an interesting topic about oh you know what i'm going to go into it with my final topic of uh, trending topics in toronto if you're a big fan of esports race sim one opened today in toronto it's a new race simulating arcade and it features five custom built cockpits with real racing car seats uh, force feedback steering wheels pedals gear shifts and uh, all placed in front of separate 49-inch screens. And they're offering um, a couple of games that you can play. An hour in one of these cockpits, 30 bucks. Half an hour, 20. 15 minutes, 10 bucks. And I think that this uh, probably is going to be a huge success. Bachelor parties, do you think? I could see bachelor parties. Because not a lot of people have a stick anymore. Like, I should just rent out my car. <laughs> Want to drive my car really fast? <laughs> I'd have to get a track for it, but... It's, it's a good idea. Birthday parties, bachelor parties, anytime you get in a bunch of guys together. We're going to talk about esports. Somebody has a really interesting idea of putting esports in the Olympics. I kid you not. I'll tell you which ones they're looking at. 
And we'll have a discussion about that coming up next.